Today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. All right, yesterday, Mayor Fred Eisenberger released confidential cost estimates, or were, I guess, uh, for the LRT project that were provided by the Ontario governments. Those uh, those estimates were used to justify killing the project. To talk more about all of this, Mayor City of Hamilton, Fred Eisenberger, and he is with us now. Fred, thanks for taking the time. Always appreciate it. Thank you. Always good to be here. Uh, Fred, so the releasing of the documents, which were the numbers that the government brought you uh, of their estimated cost of the LRT, Mm -hmm. why release those yesterday? Well, they they confirmed to me uh, a day ago or so that uh, they had uh, told the bidders that they were uh, no longer in a bidding process, so there was no reason to uh, maintain that confidentiality anymore. Uh, You know, we, we were protecting the the, uh, the integrity of the uh, the competitive bidding process, uh, that bidding process is over, so there's no reason to hold on to those documents anymore. And I think those documents, quite frankly, are enlightening because it really really demonstrates the kind of uh, crazy math that they put together to try and come up with these uh, these numbers. And that was the issue that we were dealing with uh, right from the very beginning, and that didn't change even up until uh, last Thursday. So this was the information that was discussed at that infamous meeting way back when, September 26, that uh, no. you did not release. No, 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 no. no, no. There, 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 there was a previous one. So there's two two elements of this one. One was a short document that uh, just pr- that, uh, d- provided high numbers. It was essentially a one-pager. Right. Uh, the second document, uh, four or five pages with some more details, was the one that we dealt with. Uh, this just this past that was the December that was the December 12th no correct correct okay now okay sorry about that you give me all my dates I know no no yeah that's no I'm using the date I'm using the dates for my own reference Fred no that's okay the 12th was last Thursday then that's the date and then so this was the final set of 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 numbers that you received right and they're and they're very limited in in scope Uh, you know you would think that uh, if they're doing an assessment uh, the assessment would, would get much more detailed than that and they've really conflated a lot of numbers to really inflate the overall numbers so they included the city's operating and uh, maintenance uh, uh, agreement uh, into the over, their, their cost for the project mm-hmm. which uh, was never their cost to bear and that was always on the on the, uh, the local taxpayers dime uh, they've included uh, you know financing costs in the capital construction portion which uh, is is beyond my understanding that was never the case so they they've really tagged in a lot of numbers here that uh, were never part of the uh, the original proposal and, and, and equation and to rationalize and justify what what you know what they ended up doing, which is uh, canceling this project. Everyone has questions on this, these numbers. I can tell you uh, for a good reason. Uh, we had questions as well, and that's why we never took it to the next level because we were weren't confident these numbers were real. Uh, why why would the government cancel this project if they're if they insist they're going to give Hamilton the one billion dollars for other transit projects anyway? What's what's in it for them? Well, they're avoiding uh, the the life cycle costs that are significantly more than just the capital cost. So uh, every project, like here Ontario or Ottawa or Kitchener Waterloo, have a, have a capital component. They have a, a, a life cycle component, which is the financing and maintenance of the vehicle, maintenance of the structure that you put into place for the life of the contract, which is thirty years. And it has a day-to-day operations and uh, maintenance uh, agreement that the city was uh, going to be taking on. All of those projects have the same costing structure. The province had uh, committed not only to the billion dollars, but also to the 
30-year right. life cycle cost as part of their financing. So that's the part that they, they bailed. They were, that's the part that they, they bailed on is the 30 is the uh, the lifetime agreement to keep this thing running. They they bailed on you know potentially the additional capital. We would never know what that uh, what not, that number is. We never got to the end of the uh, procurement process. Only three months away. But uh, they're uh, they're bailing on whatever the additional cost might have been on the capital side. We'll, we'll own that and the the uh, the ongoing opera uh, life cycle costs that uh, that were part of the project over the next thirty years. So they've uh, they've basically uh, tried to t- tried to suggest that this project was only a billion dollars. It was never only a billion dollars. They they own the project as a province through Metrolinx, and so the owner of the project of the facility gets to look after the life cycle of the uh, the cost to actually put that facility in place. That is not news. That is not uh, different than what's happening in Kitchener-Waterloo or in Ottawa or Toronto or in your Ontario, quite frankly, where the project came in uh, $300 million over budget. So uh, rather than 1.3, it was 1.6 million in capital. But the overall project cost for the life cycle of that project uh, is $4.6 billion over the 30 years that uh, that project would be in existence and financed. Um, most cities, when they're going through this process, we've heard a third, a third, a third, a third from the city, a third from the municipality, and a third from mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, the province feds uh, all the way through. Right. Uh, after getting $1 billion to, to pay for, uh, you know, as a down payment on all of this sort of thing, is it wrong mm-hmm. to assume, unrealistic to expect them to... Uh, to maintain operating costs as well. Did we ask for too much? Well, we, we, we committed to maintaining the operating costs. So let's let's get our terms right here. Life cycle costs is not the same as... Sorry, life cycle. Costs. I'm sorry, life cycle, Fred. So life cycle costs, uh, you know, that, that was... Uh, if they're going to own the project, they can't, they can't lay the life cycle costs on the municipality. We, right. We've said all along that we are responsible and will be responsible for operating and maintenance on a day-to-day basis. I think the uh, the trust was that the city was going to, uh, at some point, be the operator of the uh, facility. So on a day-to-day basis, we would make sure that the uh, the lines were clean and that the vehicles were clean, that they get proper uh, maintenance so that uh, people that are using them, uh, you know, step into a clean vehicle every day, and that we have drivers that uh, that uh, you know run run the vehicles from one end to the other. The the life cycle cost comes into the actual infrastructure that's right. put into the ground. That's what the uh, the province had uh, committed to in the previous government. Uh, that this government would have known that, that these life cycle costs existed not only in Hamilton but in your Ontario. The project that they just finished approving uh, in Kitchener Waterloo that they've contributed to in Ottawa that is now working on their second line uh, and in Toronto in terms of the uh, the subway lines that are you know uh, amounting to some twenty eight billion dollars of uh, of transit expenditures funded by the province. All of those have life cycle costs, and all of those, if they're owned by the province, will be covered by the province. You're listening to the Scott Thompson Show podcast on 900 CHML. Uh, again, I come back to the third, the third, the third, and the billion dollars up front, because the whole thing with sealing this deal way back when was it would not cost the city, it would not cost taxpayers. Without any skin in the game, were we naive to think we could see this all the way through? Well, no, uh, you know, it's uh, by virtue of, uh, you know, we, we, the previous government were, was fully committed to the program that, uh, that has been laid out, uh, you know, it, it, that, that we just talked about. So they were fully committed to taking on the life cycle cost and fully committed to the, the, the capital cost. They had capped it at a billion with an escalator built into it. 
So the original announcement was in 2014 dollars. Uh, they said there's a, 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 a inflationary escalator built into this. So today dollars would probably be 1.3 billion dollars. Uh, what everybody forgets about, though, is that even though these numbers sound staggering, the return on investment is uh, not only in revenues on the system itself, but in the development that comes with it for the city yeah. of Hamilton along the corridor. That's that's where the big win is for the city of Hamilton, and that adds up to millions, uh, billions and billions of dollars of uh, development along the corridor, higher density development on infrastructure that already exists. Uh, that's where the big win is for the city of Hamilton, and that's where the big return is that uh, that this investment will actually generate. So is is this dead? Is it gone? Is it over? Um, where are the feds on this? Is there any is there any way this can be saved? Well, you can rest assured, uh, without giving you any specifics, that I'm not finished with it. Uh, many people in our community that have had an interest in this are not finished with it. Uh, I previously had conversations with the federal government, who has always, always express, expressed an interest in uh, uh, covering, uh, you know, any overages that might that might occur, because they've certainly invested in a lot of the projects that are uh, happening across the uh, the province of Ontario, and in fact across the country. So there's been an openness to that. It's too bad that we were never able to get to the end of the procurement process so that we could then know what the numbers would be and then start those conversations with all the partners to to rationalize how we're going to make this thing work. And so, uh, you know, this is this is, uh, you know, a betrayal of the city of Hamilton. I'll say it again. Uh, But unfortunately or fortunately, we still have uh, active participants that are very, very committed to uh, to seeing this project through, including the development community uh, that uh, you know put a lot of a uh, lot of uh, skin in this game to uh, you know purchase property ready for the LRT and uh, and the development regime that comes with it. And so uh, it's not over yet, and I'm determined to see it through to as far as I can take it. And if I can get it to uh, get it back on track, I'll do everything I can to do that. You know, it's uh, from the government standpoint, uh, Mayor Fred, uh, the, the fact that this, this is such a divided issue throughout the city, it's as if some are happy, some are sad. Does that make mm-hmm. this more difficult for you? Because it's opened that can of worms again. There's there, there's people that, you know, that send me notes that are siding uh, with the government and said, you know, we can't afford it for all those reasons we all know and, and missing the points that you've just made. Uh, so So how does that play into all of this? Well, look, I mean, we, we had an election not too long ago, about a year ago, and, uh, you know, this was central to the election. And, uh, you know, uh, 70,000 people voted uh, for the candidate that supported LRT. Uh, that was a pretty strong statement from the community at large to say uh, we many, many more people support it rather than people that are against it. I can't satisfy everybody on any on any issue, quite frankly, let alone this one. This has been a high-profile one, but we're doing it for all the right reasons. And uh, many, many people understand the long-term benefits of having a fixed rail corridor through our city that will you know, not be affected by congestion in the future, that will run for 30 minutes from Eastgate to McMaster today and 30 years from now and 60 years from now. doesn't matter what happens to the rest of the congestion or traffic issues. Uh, that's, a, that's a transportation benefit that should not be ignored. But added to that comes that uh, that wonderful thing about density and investment that uh, generates more tax dollars for the city citizens of Hamilton. So not only do we get more housing and more housing on infrastructure that already exists, but we get more tax revenue. 
that doesn't that, that doesn't necessarily exist with other transit options. Certainly doesn't exist with bus. Uh, possibly a, a bit more with uh, with bus rapid transit. But the big win comes when you have a fixed rail that people can count on and developers can count on that will then generate higher density and more tax revenue for the citizens of Hamilton. So if you're in Flamborough, you would want this project to happen because it certainly helps offset any future tax increases that you're going to have to bear. Um, uh, so you're not ruling out working and talking to the federal government on this. You're uh, obviously keeping cards close to the chest at this point, but there are, there is some sort of chatter going on about this? There, there definitely is, uh, and I'm, I've had conversations, and I continue to have conversations with our federal partners, and uh, we will we'll continue to meet with uh, local interested parties, and we'll continue to work towards how we can salvage something positive out of this. Uh, how, how can we make honey out of this vinegar we've been delivered? Uh, what about the provincial government? Heard anything from them recently? I uh, have not, uh, but uh, they'll they'll be hearing from us, uh, you know, uh, soon. But we we've got some uh, some organizing to do, and uh, I will continue to reach out. Uh, you know, I I did ma- was made aware that uh, the minister has kind of alluded to the fact that they've worked closely with uh, the city of Hamilton. That's uh, that's not even close to being true. They just dropped numbers on us and and, uh, and 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 intimated all the way through this process that they wanted to protect the integrity of the procurement process which uh, I, I totally agree with. That is uh, something that ought to be sacrosanct. And we should have gotten to the end of the RFP process. Uh, that was our message to them all the way through. Uh, they decided uh, in a very short period of time to actually end that and, uh, and, and deliver a, uh, you know, a bad news story just before Christmas to the citizens of Hamilton. Uh, it was not a wise choice on their part. I think uh, they're, going to, they're, they're up for a lot of scrutiny in terms of the numbers they're throwing around. Rightfully so. We ask those questions. Many other people are asking those questions as they should. But we're going to continue to work with all of our partners to see if we can salvage the uh, the big win, which is LRT. What direction does the task force go in? Does it keep pushing LRT or is it looking for other projects? Uh, I, I don't even know anything about a task force. So, uh, <laughs> I, 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 you know, this has been such a badly handled uh, announcement, first yeah, of all. Yeah. Uh, disorganized, uh, certainly uh, thrown together at the last minute for whatever reason. Uh, you know, not being willing to, uh, you know, stand up for your convictions in front of a community that you're giving bad news to. Uh, you know, not understanding the uh, the overall impact that people were going to assess the numbers. They we're just going to take it for, for granted that, you know, what you're telling us is accurate and true. Uh, so they're in for a whole lot of scrutiny and, you know, skulking out the back door of uh, one location because you don't want to face a community. And then doing it again a second time uh, is just, you know, you couldn't handle it any worse than what this government uh, has, has done and when they've done it. So, uh, you know what, they'll have to answer for all of that. Uh, what, what we need to answer for is how can we uh, continue to work with all of our partners to ensure that uh, we, we get the win that Hamilton deserves. Other communities are getting this money. Uh, you know, I've said all along, okay, we, we may not get it. Then it'll end up in Ottawa. Or it'll end up in, and I don't begrudge any of them for getting this money, but they're all getting it. Uh, your Ontario is moving forward, and it's a $4.5 billion project. Not any different than Hamilton, and uh, it is not being canceled uh, in any way, shape, or form. In fact, it was just confirmed not too long ago. Uh, the whole thing was closed, and it, all the agreements were signed off on. Hamilton is no different. So what are we chopped liver or do we deserve what other communities deserve? Mayor for the City of Hamilton, Fred Eisenberger. Fred, as always, thanks so much for the time. Much appreciated. Good luck. Talk to you soon, Scott. 
The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.